We're learning the third Sikhe of Parshas Vayelech in Chelek Yutas, page 315. This year is being learned to Lenishmas Rav Yosef Binyamin ben Rav Menashe Koltner. In Pasik Vayichtav Moshe Sateira Zais, so the Pasik says in this week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu wrote a Teira, Vayitna Lakayinu Bnei Levi, Hanaisim Esarim Bris Hashem. So he gave the Teira to the Kayinim Bnei Levi, the ones that carry the Aaron, Ve'el Kalzikne Yisrael. And also, Moshe Rabbeinu wrote additional Teiris, and he gave it to all of the elders of the Yidin. Shtaltzach the Ragetshav ve'abdiverter ha'kayinim b'nei Levi. So the Ragetshav asks, regarding the words that the Teiris describes, the kayinim, and it describes them as the kayinim, the b'nei Levi, from the tribe of Levi. Der Loshen, this expression of ha'kayinim b'nei Levi, that the kayinim belong to the tribe of Levi, shteit eichfrir in saif parsha shayftim. The Teiris uses it as well earlier in parsha shayftim, by the din for Negla Rufa, when it discusses the halacha of Egla Rufa. And there it says, V'nikshu ha'kayinim b'nei Levi g'aymeh, that it's the kayinim from the sons of Levi, from the tribe of Levi, that are there to take care of the what has to be taken care of by the Egla Rufa. Zogdar to Sifri. So there the Sifri explains, why does it describe them as the kayinim and also as b'nei Levi? Ainli elot Because I would think that these kayinim have to be whole, meaning they have to be without any blemish. How do I know that even a kind that has a blemish in his body could also do the Egla Rufa? That's why the Torah writes, B'nei Levi. The says, as the Yitu Loshim B'nei Levi, the extra two words, B'nei Levi, it tells me that even Kainim with a blemish are kosher to make the Egla Rufa. That's what the Sifri says there in the parish of Egla Rufa. Now, so the question here is, over here, why is the Teira adding that he gave it to the Kainim B'nei Levi? What is the Teira adding here by saying these two words? Over here, as the Pasuk is Marba Balimumen. It doesn't make any sense to say that by writing B'nei Levi, it's adding and saying that this includes even Kainim with blemishes. Here, we're not discussing any kind of Aveda, even something like Egla Rufa, which Balimumen are allowed, but there's nothing that the Kayanim are doing here. For Balimumen is an apostle, only regarding something like Aveda or related to Aveda, there, a Kayanim with a blemish is, is possible. It can't do the Aveda. But over here, we're simply talking about Moshe Rabbeinu writing a Sefetera and giving it for the Kayanim. Why is it adding B'nei Levi? On das is from the Gitzel Te'erte with the Ragechov a black back this is from the few places where the Ragachover asks a question and he doesn't give an answer. The Rebbe brings in footnote 6 that the Friedrich Rebbe said about the Ragachover that he sar hatayra. So you can understand that this is a very strong question. Vigret kama pomim, it was already said many times, kemen areisnam from perishrashi alatayra in yonam mufloim, oichin shah chelki atayra. Even though the main focus of Rashi is to explain the literal meaning, the pshat of the Pasik, but nevertheless, from what Rashi says, you can understand other wondrous matters regarding other areas in Taita as well. The same is true over here regarding our subject, these two extra words, B'nei Levi. As light perish Rashi, ver'davka al-pipshuteshemikra, di'oyvim gebrachta kashyafa'amfit. So according to Rashi, when you learn the Pasik in its simple, literal understanding, the above-mentioned question regarding B'nei Levi will be answered. So let's see what Rashi says. Rashi is mefadish and on the pasuk. So Rashi explains the pasuk says, "Vayichtav Moshe v'goyim v'vayitna." That Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the sefer Torah and then he gave it. So what Rashi says is, "Kesha nigmara kula." When it was all completed, 
He gave it to his tribe, which is the Kayan and B'nai Levi. When Rashi here says, when he completed it all, what is Rashi clarifying by this? Is Muvan. So this is understood, as the Mepharshim on Rashi here explained. One shouldn't think to say, Since the Pasuk here tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote these Svarah, the Sefer Teireh, and he also gave it. He gave it to the Bnei Levi. So therefore one would think that Moshe Rabbeinu must have written the Sefer Teireh only up until this point. Over here, we're in Parshas Vayelach, but the, the, the remainder, by Hazinu and Vazei Sabracha, was not written. And therefore he gave it to the Bnei Levi, the Kayin of Bnei Levi, not completely finished to the end. Therefore Rashi says, that he gave it to the Kayin of Bnei Levi when he completed writing the entire Sefer until the end. That's what Rashi is clarifying here. And the Rebbe adds, the mitzvah v'shtanvik v'vaz Rashi is ma'itik in dibra maschol oich dem vart v'yitna v'cholu. With this we understand why Rashi brings in the beginning of the dibra maschol of the Rashi the word v'yitna in the Pasik. Zoknit b'kitzer, and Rashi doesn't just simply say very concisely v'yichtev ma'isha kula. That Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the entire Sefer If that's the point that Rashi is coming to clarify, that he included also the end, hazinu and v'zei sabracha, why doesn't Rashi just write one word on the words v'yichtev ma'isha that he wrote it all? Because when the Torah writes that he wrote the Sefer Torah, that actually might be only until this point. He wrote the entire Sefer Torah. After the Pasuk says that he gave it now to the Bnei Levi, this is what forces us to say that he actually wrote it until the end. Because he will not give it to the Kayin of Bnei Levi if it's not fully completed. So therefore we must say that Moshe Rabbeinu did write the Sefer Teireh and complete it until the end, and he gave it to them. That's what Rashi is clarifying when he writes, However, the conclusion of Rashi, it's not understood. What does Rashi say? He gave it to the ones of his Shevet, to the Kayin of Bnei Levi. So seemingly, why does Rashi have to add this? Das, that is, was state in Rashi is just repeating what the Pasuk clearly says. That he gave it to the Kayin of Bnei Levi, the ones that carry the Aaron. So why does Rashi have to add this fact that the Pasuk says clearly? Now, so the Rebbe suggests as follows. Rashi suggests If we're going to say that what Rashi is coming to clarify is that when it says here in the Pasuk that he gave the, the Torah to the Kayanim, it doesn't mean specifically to the Kayanim, but it means to all of his tribe, which is the Shevet Levi in general, which Moshe Rabbeinu was from. Maybe that's what Rashi is coming to clarify. So if so, the question comes up, this expression, Kayin Ibn Levi, it already says earlier in the Teda, as quoted before in Parsha Shaiftim. There, it does not refer to the Shevet Levi in general, nor Dafke the Kayinim. There, the ones that make the Egla Rufa are only the Kayinim. As the Pasik there clearly continues and says, they're the ones that serve Hashem and bench the Eden. According to their mouth, any argument will be settled and uh, the halachas of Negayim. 
will also be brought to a kain. What does mean kainim dafke? So obviously there, kainim and a levi refers only to the kainim, not the entire shevet levi. As I state to them, loshen hakainim halavim. Very similar, the expression of the kainim, the levim, come upon in Teda. It says it a number of times in Teda. And umetum maintes blaze kainim. Whenever the Teda adds hakainim together with halavim, it always refers to just the kainim. Virashi taichd by the Ereshten Mal. As Rashi says, the first time the Torah uses this expression, Hakayanim Alavim means Hakayanim Shiyotsu Mishavit Lady. It refers specifically to the Kayanim, which come from Shavit Lady, but it doesn't refer to the entire Shavit Lady. So, Haintiv, so the question here is, is Rashi's So, what forces Rashi to say here? That when the Torah says that he gave the Sefer Torah to Kayan of Bnei Levi, that this means to his entire Shevet, Gans Shevet Levi, all of Shevet Levi. If that's what Rashi is coming to explain when he adds these words, Nasnal of Bnei that he gave it to his entire tribe, to all of Shevet Levi. Why should we say so? Different than every other time the Torah uses a similar expression. Hagam, now even though you may say that over here it's different. As the Pasek Gufa is Messiah, here the Pasek itself concludes it and says, Hanoisim Esarayim Bris Hashem. He gave it to the ones that carry the Oren, that carry the Holy Ark, with, which has the Luchas in it. And the Naisi Oren is going to give Who are the ones that carry the Oren? They were actually the Levim, not the Kainim. So that's why here, HaKainim B'nai Levi refers to all the Shevet Levi. It's different than other times. However, the Rebbe says this is not a Raya. Kemen is Mepharajayin. You can say, you can explain this over here, with the Chaskuni, as the Chaskuni says, Aseretzich Vegende Kainim. Even when it says the ones that carry Arem B'ris Hashem, it is referring to the Kainim. They are the ones that prepared the Aaron for the Levim to be able to carry it. They are the ones that appointed the Bnei Kaas to be the ones to carry to carry the Aaron. As it says in the end of Parshas Bamidbar. So when it says they're Kainim carrying the Aaron, it refers literally to the Kainim. Even though this is not a smooth understanding of the words Hanoisim Esarayim Bris Hashem, Noisim means simply the ones that carry. Nevertheless, this is still more the simple and literal understanding of the pasuk Vitzitaychin than to interpret and say as Mitakoyanim Bnei Levi. Even though the Torah spells out Hakoyanim, the Koyanim Bnei Levi, Vedgemeint Oich Nit Koyanim Gans Shevet Levi. Included in this is not just the Koyanim. But it means the entire Shevet Levi. So therefore, why doesn't Rashi accept the Pshat that the Chizkuni says, the Pshat that fits with the simple word of the Pasek HaKayinim, and similar to every other time it uses this expression of HaKayinim B'nei Levi or HaKayinim Alevim, that it refers only to the Kayanim and not to the entire Shevet. Either way, those words HaNaisim HaSarayim B'ris Hashem is not going to be literal that all of the Levim carry the Aren, because they don't. Only B'nei Kahas were the ones that carry the Aren. So when it says, it can't be understood literally, so we could say like the Chaskuni, that it refers to the Kainim, that appoint the B'nei Kahas to carry. So the question over here is, what is Rashi saying when he tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu gave it to the Kainim and in Lastanal of Nei Shifta, he gave it his entire Shevet. What does Rashi mean by this? The beer in them, the explanation here is, Really, even here, we in the under psukim, like in all other psukim, when we see this expression, learn Rashi. Rashi is understanding this as vayitna elakayinim bnei Levi meint as the nisina bepoil is given not to kainim. That when he gave, when it says he gave it to the kainim bnei Levi, he actually gave it only to the kainim. 
Aber, however, Take Mahai Taimish stellt sich die Scheile, was er bewarnt ist mit And because of this, there is a question here which Rashi comes to clarify with his words in his Pirish. Weisher Rabbeinu hat auch die Seferteri gegeben, wie die Pasuk ist Messiah im Euch, weil Kalsik ne Israel. Besides this, Weisher Rabbeinu wrote Seferteri and gave it to all of the elders of the Yidden. So Allah shifted Israel. He wrote another 11 Seferteri, so maybe 12. And he gave it to all the other Shvatim of the Yidden. Was diese Kainim seine Gewinn sehr vertreter. These Akanim that got the Sifri Teire for the rest of Klal Yisrael were representing all of the Eden to receive a Teire for them. So, Haint of Saul, Bibal, doesn't he see this a Teire to Akainim and they leave his given blows to the Kainim? Learning the simple Pshat of the Pasik. Akainim means that the, the, the Sifri Teire that he wrote was given only to the Kainim. Kuntachais, if so, it comes out as the Nisinus of Sifri Teire is given to Allah Shifti Yisrael, all Eden got a Sifri Teire, Achot to Levim. From Shevet Levi, besides the Levim of Shevet Levi, did not get a Sefer Teireh. The Kainim got a Sefer Teireh, all the Yidin got a Sefer Teireh, but not Shevet Levi. How could this be? The Far is Rashi Madgish B'Pirushai. So therefore Rashi emphasizes and explains, Nitna, Nosna, that is, Levnei Shevetai. He gave it to the ones of his Shevet. As Das, as Moshe, Rabbeinu, had given the Sefer Teireh to the Kainim, that this that Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Sefer Teireh to the Kainim, the point was that he's giving it to the Kayanim for the for his entire Shevet. While the Kayanim them them Shevet Levi, because the Kayanim are receiving the Sefetere representing the entire Shevet Levi. Punkt, we call Zikni Yisrael, Homan is Genumen, Alz Kol Shevetei Yisrael. Just as it was with the elders of the Eden that took the Sefetere for and representing all of Klal Yisrael, all the other tribes of the Eden. And that's what Rashi is saying. So he actually gave it to the Kayanim, but for the sake of and representing all of Shevet Levi. This explains why the Pasuk adds that he gave it to the Kayanim, and the Pasuk describes that the Kayanim are B'nai Levi, from the tribe of Levi. The Sefer was not given to them for who they are as special individuals as Kayanim, removed from Levi. It was given to them as Kainim from Shevet Levi, from Shevet Levi. Now, Sa'indik, the Kainim, which are Sodom from Shevet Levi, Kainim, one of the meanings of Kainim means that they are the ministers of the whole tribe. So they're similar to the elders of each individual Shevet, and they are the representative of the entire Shevet. Now, the Rebbe clarifies an important point here. Hagam, although, as Bechlal, Zenedikainim, Bahavdolah from Shevet Levi. We find the Torah says that the Kainim are separated completely from the rest of the Shevet. The Rebbe in Order 19 brings the Pasik where it says, That Hashem separated the Kainim from all the Shevet Levi. So they are, and not only that, the places where the Kainim are camping, they are in a separate place. They're considered to be the Machne Shechina, not part of Machne Levi at all. So they're separate even in their place where they camp. So how can we say that they take the Torah representing all the Shevet Levi? Is the Pirish in them? So the meaning of this is, according to the Pshara of the Pasik, it's not that Hashem completely separated them and elevated them above and removed of the whole Shevet of Levi. Not rather, as in Sugo, in addition to their level that they had, being a Levi, they also have the Maila of being but it doesn't remove them from being part of the Shevet, and therefore they receive the Torah representing the entire Shevet. Fundi are of them. So from the proofs that we can bring from the Psukim for this, 
Aleph number one, Rashi brings the Rabbin on a Parshas Valoischa. In the beginning of Parshas Valoischa, Rashi says, Lama Nismacha Parshas Amenoire, La Parshas Anasiyam. Why is the Parsha of lighting the Menoire when the Tere says the Valoischa Saneris, Adam will light the Neires? So why does that say right after all of the Karbanis that the Nasiyam brought by the inauguration of the Mishkan? So the answer is because the Shekhashirah, the inauguration of the Mishkan, the Karbanis that all the Nisim brought, and he did not marry to be along with them. Not he, not Aaron himself, and Rashi adds, not his entire tribe, which is the whole Shevet lady. Hashem answers him and says, I can promise you in your life, what you do. Lighting the menorah is greater what they do. You light and prepare and clean out the lamps of the menorah. So what does Rashi here say? From the, what's from them is muhach. From the words of Rashi, it's clear. Although lighting the menorah is specifically for Aaron Akain, the Kohona, for, for Kainim. Is this about a hashtatfus from the ganzen shevet? Aaron lighting the menorah is considered to be the participation of the entire shevet in the inauguration of the mishkan. The rebishtrat the mitar upkenum and them fadras was lehuvel leshiftechola. With this, Hashem took away the the fact that Aaron was disappointed or upset about his not participating, but not only himself, but also regarding the entire shevet. That the entire shevet did not bring the karbanis for the inauguration of the mishkan. So what do we understand from this? That Aaron Akayin lighting the Menaira is as a Kayin is representing the entire Shevet. So we see here, as Rebbe pointed out, that yes, the Kayinim are separated from the Shevet, but also remain as part of the Shevet as well. The fact that they are elevated above and separate from the Shevet is an additional thing. And therefore, the lighting of the Menaira is still also representing the Shevet. Beis, another place where we see this, Nach the Machlekes Kairach. After the Machlekes of Kairach, Chaterebish Gezok to Moshe, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Kach mi'ita mata mata geime. Take from all the Yidin a staff, Shnei Mosem matas geime, twelve of them, Ve'eshem Aaron Tichtov amata Levi, and you write the name of Aaron Akayin on the staff that comes from the tribe of Levi. So again we see the connection to the entire tribe. Ki mata echad geime. There's only one of them is going to be chosen. Virashi Taich, then Rashi there says, Kimata Echod. What does Mata Echod mean? Oh, so here Rashi explains that Mata Echod means as follows. Even though I divided Shevet Levi into two families, Mishpachas Kohone, Levad, Levi, Levad. There is the family of the Kainim separately and the family of the Levim separately. Nevertheless, Rashi says they are considered to be one Shevet, so there's one Mata that's taken for both together. So again, we see this point that the Kayanim are together with the rest of the Shevet, and therefore we could say that the Kayanim received the Sefer for the entire Shevet, representing the entire Shevet. Now coming back to what the Rogat says regarding the words Kayanim B'nai Levi, that earlier by Egla Rufa, the words B'nai Levi come to include even a kind that has a mum, even a kind with a blemish can do the eglarufa. So what would that mean here? We can now apply all of this and understand learning these extra words b'nei levi according to halacha. So there the Sifri says that the extra words b'nei levi is coming to include even kind and bali mumin. How would that apply over here? So the point is as follows, just like it is with Kainim, they have a blemish. 
Hagam zezenen kainen. They are still kainen. They're different from all the Levian. Bezaz eichlin bekoche kochem. They're kainen in the sense that they can eat from the koche kochem of the karbonis. But the achil is machaper. The eating is not just simply eating, but the eating itself is an atonement. Nevertheless, they are referred to as strangers. In other words, not part of the kainim when we compare them to the kainim that are whole, that don't have a blemish. The expression that says in Yerushalmi, person that's a zar, he's, he's, he's strange, he's not part of the kainim, is a kain that has a blemish. So Azai, so similar as any the Bnei Levi, we can say the same about the, whole, the, the Bnei Levi, all a Shevet Levi. Although they are our one tribe, Mitikainim, together along with the Kainim, as it ever proved before. But nevertheless, they are considered to be a level lower, the strangers regarding the Kainim that were elevated to a higher level to serve in the Besamikdash. And therefore, because of this example, here we see this comparison, that just like we say that the Nei Levi are one tribe with the Kainim, but nevertheless they're considered to be separate of all the Kainim, it's the same also with the Bali Mumen. The Bali Mumen, the Yishalmi refers to as a Zar, but nevertheless, because the Taylor writes B'nai Levi, they're also included together with the entire tribe. Okay, so that's uh, the meaning of B'nai Levi. So just like we could say this regarding the expression of B'nai Levi B'chlal, we could say this also be earlier in Parsha Shaiftim. The same is true over here with the expression of B'nai Levi regarding the Sefer Teireh. The fact that the Sefer was given to the Kainim is not given They didn't receive this because of the level of sanctity that they had as Kainim for themselves, special, unique, separated from the Levian. Not Alts Kainim B'nai Levi. They were given the Sefer as the Kainim part of Shevet Levi. Alts Kainim was an Oyach Kailul the Minyan Alavia. Kainim, which also includes the fact that they are little Levian. Even though a levi is a zar, is not connected to the level of a kain. But nevertheless, the, the, the sefer is being given to the kain as one of the levian. And therefore, this includes also the bali mumin, that although the bali mumin are not on the level of a regular kain, and is considered to be a zar, in contrast to a kain, that's a tomim, a tam. So, but nevertheless, they are included as well. So we could understand there now how the drasha that the sefri says in Pasha Shaiftim applies over here as well by the Taita Anning B'nai Levi that the Kainim received the Sefer Taita representing the entire Shevet Levi. Therefore, it includes the Bali Mumin as well. However, one point over here is still not smoothly understood. Since the fact remains that the Kainim are still separated from all the Levian. Biz, as this is given, abazunda machna fazicha. The Rebbe point pointed out before, the Kainim had a camp for themselves, separate from the Levim. Favasat mezetaki nit gegeben de sifritaira als Kainim bazunda, unit als sarim from Levim. So why did they not get a separate sifritaira for themselves, for their level, that they are on, as ministers for the, uh, sorry, as, as separated from the Levim, and not as ministers for the Levim? So really, this still needs to be explained why they did not get a separate sifritaira for themselves. Similar, we could ask regarding the two places that the Rebbe pointed out from before in the Teireh, Aleph, Hadlokas, Vatovas, Aneris, Vosis Bemokim, Chanukas, Amishkin, Vamizbeach, the lighting, the preparing, the lamps of the, of the Menoida that took the place of the inauguration, the Karbanas that were brought for the Mishkan, the Mizbeach, and also the other example that Rebbe brought, Mata, the Machlekes, Kairach, the staff that was brought there after the argument with Kairach, 
Pavasat Mendartan nit avgetelti kainim from the Levim. Over there as well, the question is why were the kainim not separated from the Levim for these two matters? On the contrary, it would actually be very logical they should be separated. In the Aled Rayin Yonim, all three points that we're speaking about here, Vot Lachayrigavem Mer Mestaver Oisetelin, the Kainim from Shevet Lady. It would be logical to separate the Kainim from the rest of the Shevet, from the rest of Lady, as the Rebbe explains regarding each one of these subjects here. Aleph number one, Benidin Didon, over here we're speaking about giving a Sefetayre, Chachas State of Gan Shevet Lady, Yairu Mishpatachal Yake, Viseraschal Yisrael, that the entire Shevet Lady teaches the Halachis and the Tayre for all of Yidin. As they dar from learning Tayre with Yidin, they learn Tayre with Yidin from Desvekin. But nevertheless, we see that the Kainim have a separate position that they have to fill in teaching Yidin. It's only regarding the Kainim that the Pasik says, you come to the Kainim, they'll tell you what to do. As the Rebbe quoted before, it's only according to the Kainim that they settle every argument and the Halachas of a Nega as well. And this we don't find regarding all the Levim. So if so, the Sefer should have given, been given to them separately for this unique level that they were on, that they had to teach on a much greater level, not together with the rest of the Levim. That's regarding the Sefer Teir. Similar when it comes to the mitzvah of lighting and the cleaning out and preparing the lamps of the Menorah. Is the Shaykh This is something that belongs only for the Kainim. Doesn't it's specifically their their mitzvah? Colossian Rashi now, as Rashi says, Sha'ato, Madlukameitavasanaris, you are an Akayan, are the one that prepare and light the Minaira. On Levim is an Asupazah, Glaikli Koshif to Yisrael. And therefore the Hatava, at least when it comes to the Hatava, as far as lighting the Minaira, so so Rebbe has before in the Ha'ara, but at least when it comes to preparing the Nairis, so this is something only for Aranakayan. And for the Kainim, and not for the rest of the Levim, just like all other Yidim that are not allowed to do this. So the Kainim should be separately, that their participation in the Chanukah Samizbeach is, or the Chanukah Samishkan is with the Menorah, and the Levim should participate separately, like the other Shvatim. Why are they, the Levim, being represented with the Kainim that light the Menorah? Gimel, now the third case, the Taina from Kairach, The whole argument of Kairach was why are the Kainim raising themselves above of the rest of the congregation? Is of Shevet Levi. His whole argument was not regarding the whole Shevet Levi. Kairach himself was part of Levi. His whole argument was specifically regarding the Kohuna. That you want to be a Kain, to be elevated on a higher level of a Kain. The whole point of having these staffs and Hashem will prove who is chosen and it will be a sign forever as that they're not going to come to complain again regarding who is chosen to be the Kayin. So wouldn't it be appropriate that the Kayinim should have a staff for themselves not along with the rest of Shevet Levi? So that's the question that remains regarding all these three subjects that we're speaking about. Why are the Kayinim included together with Shevet Levi? Is the beer bezeh the pnimis So this could be explained according to Chassidus on a deeper level, understanding what the kainim and the levim's avodah represents in beruchnis. Chach aside the kainim, aside the levim, both yes, it's true the kainim and the levim. So then,
They were elevated above of all the Yidin to serve Hashem, and they are separated from all matters of this world to be in the Beis Hamikdash and to serve Hashem there. Is Nevertheless, there's a distinction between the Kainim and the Levian. A Kain may not become Tommy in order to be able to do his Aveda, and therefore he may not go into Chutzlaritz. Aber if a Levi is not regarding a Levi, there is no Isser for him to become Tommy. To say is what this means is as follows: A Kain is in ganzen Muvdul from Yonim Shel a kain is completely separated from anything that's opposite of holiness and purity. By him, by a kain, there may not be anything that's tummy in his life. He may not even become tummy. He has to stay away from it altogether. On the other hand, though, when it comes to the Bnei Leib, by the Shevet Levi in general, by them, it's not out of the question to become tummy. And when they have to enter into the base of Mikdash and do the Avedah to serve what the Levim did, so then he will have to purify himself to come to do the Avedah. But it's not also for him to become Tommy. So now we can understand according to this, is as in the Madregis, Kohuna, Oleviev, as in the This is also true regarding the levels of Kohuna and Levim that exist by every single Yid. You have all of this represented in the Nisham and the levels of the Nisham of a Yid. The Chines Kayin, the level of Kayin by a Yid, is the Madrege in Nefesh. This is the level in the soul of a Yid. Vazdartan is Nita, Rit Nitan, Kain Tumen. This is the level of the Aved of a Yid where there is no, it doesn't even touch, it doesn't reach there any Tumen whatsoever. On the Chines Levi Shabbai, the level of the Levi that's in a Yid, is the Madrege Vutuma Kendot Yon, even. This is the level of Tumen where the, again, this is the level in the Nisham of Yid, that is, where the Tumen can't reach there and could touch there and could affect the Yid. And the Aveda, Mitzah der Madrege, is Tumen which is Tvila. I see it's a bit of the Tumen. And here, on this level, you are going to have to nullify this, you're going to have to get rid of this Tumen. By, by Tvila, by going to the Mikveh and Tvila, the letters of Tvila is the same letters as Habitl, by, by being Mavatli yourself to Hashem completely and getting rid of the Tumah. So that's the difference between the, the Aveda of the Kayanim and the Aveda of the Levian. Kayanim are completely removed of any Tumah altogether, and the Levian, uh, the Tumah is not out of the question, but when they come to serve, they're going to have to get rid of this Tumah. And under the Verte, so to explain the difference between the Kainim and Levim and, and their relation to Tumah, and to use the expression that Al-Tarev says in Tanya. Kayin is their matziv Avedev on Esabcha. A Kayin represents a level of Avedev where everything is transformed only into holiness. There is no evil that exists. Al-Derech, the Al-Tarev in Tanya, speaks about Madana, when you have delicacies, from foods that are sweet and delicious, that are completely, utterly only sweet and delicious. That's the Aved of Akainim, which is all within Kedusha, and there is no place for anything that's not holy. Levim, however, the Aved of the Levim represents a skafia. When a person has a connection to something that's impure, and he has to subdue it. You have to break the bad, the evil, and you have to nullify it, eradicate it. Valderech, Madanim, this is similar to delicacies, Midvarim, Kharifim, Echamutzim, when you have things that are sharp or that are sour. But are spiced up and are prepared to make it edible or make it even geschmack to eat through all the spices. But that's a different kind of Aveda. That's where there is a battle and a struggle with Sitra Akhra. And then you have to eradicate and, and subdue the evil to serve Hashem. 
Those are the two levels of Aveda, the Kayan and the Levim. As always known, is Hapcha and Eskafya. So now based on this, we can understand Favos indeed regarding the three subjects that we're speaking about here. We do not separate the Kainim from the rest of the Levim. Because the purpose and the point of these three things that we're speaking about, the point over here is, again, is to bavaran and umesakin zayin and built it Here, in these three subjects that we're speaking about, the writing of the Sefer the lighting of the Menorah, and the argument with Kairach, is all to forewarn and to rectify, to elevate something which is not good, something which was negative. So this kind of Aveda is not related to the level of the Kainim themselves, which are completely removed of anything that's evil. This is the level of the Kainim that are representing the entire Shevet Levi, because this is the level of the Levi, the Eskafia. And the Ribe is a filler by the Kainim Gufe, given nit tzalib maylas hakohun shebehem, nor mitzad inyin alaviyah shebehem. Therefore, although we see that the Kainim were singled out regarding these three matters, but nevertheless, the Kainim as part of Shevet Levi, not the Kainim completely separate, because this is an Aveda that relates to the whole Shevet Levi. As the Rebbe will explain each one separately here, the explanation here for this is as follows. Aleph, number one, done what we're speaking about here in our parsha in our case. is given. Giving the Sefer to them was, Nitzalib learning Teireh Stam. It wasn't just to learn Teireh, nor Be'ikir, Kadeitzibavaranenan, but mainly to forewarn that there should be no inappropriate or things that are uh, behavior that is negative. Was the fat hotter the sefetayre gegeben? Dafke nochti techoches the krisis bris from parshas tava yonitzavin, and therefore the tayre here is being given after all of the rebuke that comes in parshas kisavai and similar in parshas nitzavim, the bris of the eibishter, in order to strengthen the yidden to use the tayre and to stay away from things that a yid is not supposed to be connected to. So this is a an aveda which is empowering yidden when they have to subdue that power of klipper that might threaten them. So therefore, this is not related to the Kainim, where there is no struggle and there is no connection to evil at all, but this is related to the Kainim as part of Shevet Levi. Very similar, we could say, Adlokas Vatovas Anedis, lighting, or primarily preparing the lamps of the, of the Menorah. Hotgata full of Fabund, again, sorry, Hotgata Fabund mit Cholshodaita. This was related to this, that Arna Kain and the whole Shevet, that is, felt bad. They all felt like, why weren't we involved with Fanarin? But thus is that nuf and shuva. This in of chalishes adas when one when one feels like he was left out and therefore he feels like he wasn't part of this. So this is related to a certain level of tshuva that Aaron came and wanted to be part of something that he wasn't part of. So this is a tshuva, a certain level of tshuva. And therefore, this is a kind of aveda that comes from the level of levi in the kain. Because this is someone that had a relation to something that's not good or not perfect, and then he wants to return and be better and higher. So that's the Abed of Alevi, that's related to something that's built irotzi, that's, not, that's negative. Uklolusa, and also regarding the lighting of the Menorah itself, so in general, what is the Menorah all about? The light of the Menorah is being lit, lit not for the Besamiglish itself, but to provide light to the whole world. The whole point of the light, and even a little bit of light, is here to dispel darkness. In other words, it relates to the, the existence of darkness, and the light is here to dispel that darkness. So therefore, this is related to the Levim, the Kainim, part of Shevet Levi, which is dispelling darkness. And Gimel, finally, the last point, when it comes to Machlech, is Kairach, when it comes to the argument of Kairach. Kichas ha the whole point of having these matos, the staffs here, 
was all in relation to some bittel the ticking from Achleikas Kaidach to nullify and to rectify the argument of Kaidach. I will quiet down the complaints of Klal Yisrael. So therefore we can understand why the Kainim are not separated from the Levi regarding all three matters, because here in all three matters we're discussing things that the Kainim are related to something negative, and therefore this has to be an Aveda of the Kainim representing the Levim. However, here the Rebbe adds and says, and beautifully the Rebbe ties this together, but still the end of the day, so why are these three things specifically for the Kainim and not for the Levim? On the other hand, they were specifically the ones that were the shluchim, the messengers, the agents, to do this aveda of these three things for the Levi. Because here, through the fact that on one hand they represent Levi, but yet in actuality it's the kind of that are doing it, so therefore this will include in it both advantages the advantage of the Aveda of the Levium and the Aveda of the Kainim. The level of Levi, which is also Eskafia, is when in a place where you have to come down and deal with the evil and to rectify it. And but also the level of the Kayim, which is his the 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 advantage of his the complete transformation. Their tikkunara is betachlis ashlemos to completely rectify the evil with its absolute perfection, where it has no relation to evil at all. In a manner of completely transforming darkness into light, and bitterness into sweetness, as to the point that it becomes completely and utterly good.